Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, a podcast where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. Through the lens of scripture, we discuss some hot takes on the challenges young adults may face concerning faith, apologetics, theology, and hashtag adulting. For more information, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults or follow us on social media. What's up, podcast world? We are back in the podcast studio with the lovely Miss Anna Grace Carrick. Hi, y'all. And we've got a special guest, our college collegiate leader, Jack Tyner. Hey, guys. It's <laughs> You're good. You're good. good. It's okay. He's in the hot seat today. He is literally in our fearless leader's seat Mm -hmm. right now. Mm. Fearless leader is out doing fearless leader things. Things. But we've got Jack and we're super excited to have him. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, guys. It's amazing. So Jack, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a student at UWF. I'm a sophomore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I run cross country there. So that's pretty good and bad, but you know, <laughs> it's a love hate relationship. But, yeah. um, I grew up in Pensacola. I grew up at Olive. Uh, my nice. dad actually is on staff here. And so, what? you know, that's always fun. That's awesome. So how long have you enjoyed running? Ooh. So when I was like five, my dad had a really, really bad doctor's visit and they basically were like, you are really, really unhealthy. And if you don't start exercising, it's going to be really bad. And so he started running when I was about five or six. And so when I was seven, I have a distinct memory. It was like one evening after school, it was like perfect weather outside. Wow. There was like a sunset and he was going for a run. And I was like, I want to go with you. And so we just, we drove to this little park right down the road and you could see, we lived in Knoxville at the time, so you could see the mountains and there's this like, beautiful sunset. And I was like seven years old and I just remember thinking, I was like, oh, I could really enjoy this, I think. That's so, such a good story. I love I know. that It's so like really much. romantic and like... And fellow Tennessee person. Oh yeah, fellow go Tennessee. Balls. Go balls. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, man, if I had an origin story like that for running, maybe I would enjoy it I know. <laughs> You just painted that's the most awesome. beautiful photo. I know, seriously. Well, it was a really, like, inaccurate photo because that's really, like, <laughs> not how it is day in and day out. But, like, at the moment, it was a really wonderful, like, first experience. But you're like, I could do running I could do time, this. This is great. Yeah. But and then, of course, you're seven, too. So it's yeah, like... Yeah, everything was great yeah, then. Yeah, everything's so. like, mm-hmm. you've got a ton of energy. Oh, yeah. You're just, you're primed and ready to go. That's awesome. So what you studying? I am a business administration major. Wow. That's awesome. That's super cool. So when's your first meet as an Argo? My first meet is this Friday night. I'm actually not sure when the podcast is coming out, so I might have already run by then. But yeah, so Friday night this week, we're racing for the first time. So I'm super excited. So if you're listening to this podcast, when this comes out, he's Mm -hmm. going to be running Tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> so go support Jack Tyner out there on the track. All the Argos. Go Argos. Go Argos. Awesome possum. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, Jack, we are so excited to have you here on the podcast. We are continuing our conversations from 
last night, well, not last night, but on Tuesday night, Mm -hmm. um, which was another great night at Crossroads. Loved seeing all the familiar faces and some new faces, um, which is awesome because we're just expanding the community, Mm. which, speaking of community, what did you guys think about Tuesday night? What was standing out to you guys? I think um, it was such a a neat message because I think we use that word so much um, Mm. about Crossroads. We're like, oh, it's such a great community. And so to really, uh, for Tim to take that and as that's one of our core values of cultivating community and really dive into that and explain what that looks like um, and then give us tips of like even greater detail of what we should be embodying just to like a check up, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. It was really, uh, really good. So I think, I mean, really the f- first point of loving each other radically stood out and how he used the illustration. I'm not, I'm going to butcher the, um, what was it? The Hebrew word? The the, he- yeah. The Greek Greek word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember what it is. Jack, do you know? Actinos. Cool. Cool. So that word. That word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How he illustrated it to a um, muscle or exercising and how you have you have to put in the work for it to grow, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I just love that illustration in talking about how we love each other radically and it's going to hurt at times. Mm. Um, Mm. There's going to be moments when you're going to have to grow, when you say something that you shouldn't have said and you have to go and apologize, Mm. or you really have to work at building that relationship, um, continuing even when there is hurt, I think Mm. is just something um, that was great to hear again and something that I've seen in my own life that I've had to do. So Mm -hmm. That's really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, Tim pointed out something that, I kind of hadn't really ever thought about before Mm -hmm. where in Genesis in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, there was right relationship with God and man Mm. where there's just like this beautiful, like harmonious, like just loving community with Mm -hmm. God as Trinity and humanity getting to take part in that love. And then with the fall, like that relationship was severed both with God and man. Mm. You know, you could even Mm -hmm. say because our relationship with God was severed, our relationship with man was severed. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, following that all the way to the way of Jesus and the way that he calls us to live where because of Jesus, we have right relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So therefore our relationship with others is going to be Mm. mended Mm. in community. And like we are made for this. Mm. And so I think too, like one thing, uh, I was telling you all before, something I kind of hadn't picked up uh, was right relationship with God and man. And Jesus says the two most important commandments mm. are love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and mm. love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. It's this aspect of like right love, mm-hmm. perfect, good love. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, it's going to be imperfect now, but as Tim mentioned, like Revelation chapter five, it will be perfect mm-hmm. one day perfect with God and perfect with each other as, Mm -hmm. you know, brothers and sisters in this new humanity. Mm. So this new creation, this new kingdom, Mm -hmm. new kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that you guys actually both touched on it though, but it's like Christian community is not just a buzzword. 
as mm. it is here in, you know, like as you see in modern times where it's like, you know, you have your CrossFit community, you have your running community, you have, you know, your college community, mm-hmm. but Christian community is rooted more from the framework and the overflow of the communal relationship that the Trinity had. Mm. So the relationship mm-hmm. between Father, Son, Holy Spirit mm-hmm. overflowed into creating man and wanting to have that relationship mm. with man. Um, so like you said, Jack, like, yes, it was, it was destroyed at the fall and then it was restored with Christ. Mm-hmm. And then every, every reflection of that, that we see now today is just a reflection of what we'll experience mm. in the future. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's really, really good. Um, I love to Anna Grace that you said that like, it's radical. It it's it's hard. It's it stretches you. Mm. Um, I think it's just another piece of like the sanctification process mm-hmm. of like um, that the Christian community type of love, the agape type of love, is based on self sacrifice mm-hmm. versus on what can we get out of the relationships. It's what can we pour into each other's relationships. Um, I think where did I hear this before? I can't remember where I heard this before, but, um, around the time, like with Christians, like the new word agape, like was formulated because the outsiders outside of this community were looking on at how they loved each other. And it was so starkly different Mm -hmm. than the rest of like the communities Mm -hmm. then that they like gave it that word agape of like, they truly do like love each other to the very fullest. Um, so, which is a very cool template to think Mm -hmm. in today's world. Yeah. I also think too, like we in like Westernized culture are so individualistic Mm -hmm. that it's hard. I mean, even when we approach the Bible and we read, you know, like your bodies are a temple, like your bodies, like, um, are a living sacrifice. Mm -hmm. We read those more in the context of like, Oh, how does that to apply to me? Like my Mm -hmm. own body. But it was a lot of times, a lot of the new Testament is, addressed to you in the plural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there really wasn't this like separation as we think of now. It's more of like you as a unit body right. together functioning mm-hmm. as a unified functioning body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. really good. yeah, that's really good. So with that said though, I mean, how, what are some evidences of Christian community? Um, I know, Tim talked a little bit about hospitality. Mm-hmm. So how does that show up in Christian community? Well, I think, I think too, like in kind of two different ways, mm-hmm. I, I just thought about this a second ago, but we see it like really within ourselves as like a church body. Like we are like a chosen race, like a royal mm-hmm. priesthood mm-hmm. of people for his own possession. But then too, like also the impact that it has on like the like larger scale Pensacola community mm-hmm. around us. I mean, think mm-hmm. about like, you know, the, uh, like Salvation Army started out as a Christian organization, like all these different Mm -hmm. things, like Mm -hmm. starting out as Christians, like establishments. And, Mm. you know, most of them Mm -hmm. still are, but, uh, you know, it's from the overflow of a community Mm. that is loving each other and Mm. they love each other well, and therefore they love the world well. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. it like extends from a, uh, 
you know, it's like the, it's like the whole purpose that Jesus came and was charitable to the poor and like all these different things is like to show them the love the father had for Mm. a lost and dying world. Mm -hmm. And so I think like obviously externally, but also internally with just hospitality as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved how Tim said, um, let me find it in the notes. It is opening up our lives to one another. Mm. It's more than a place. It's a heart posture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where we live lives that aren't closed off. Hmm. Maybe not necessarily like fully transparent where it's like you have to tell us every one of your worst secrets and biggest pains, but like authentic, Mm -hmm. truly you in Christ. Like, you know, the way that like Christ works through you and we we love each other, you know, so it's like opening up our lives to one another, to struggles, to pains, to heartaches. Mm -hmm. And so that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. I loved what Tim said about um, using whatever you have right now. And that kind of goes along with like, if you just have your life to open up to people, mm-hmm. like then use that. Um, because like he said, if you're, if you were like, I want to be hospitable, I want to show people that, um, I care for them and I'm here for them. Um, use what you have, whether that's your like truck that you can help friends mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. with, or if it's your dorm room, you can open up and have, um, like coffee in or, um, I'm trying to think of some other ways to show hospitality, but, mm. um, I think there's, like you said, Jack, just living in a way that invites people into your life, mm. um, and invites people alongside of you. Yeah. I think to like time is the most valuable mm. resource mm. in today's mm-hmm. day and age. Like mm-hmm. it is literally like, like you can't get time back and there's nothing, mm-hmm. I think especially like like people, I think in our generation, in our age, if you talk to most college students and young adults, they just want somebody to mm-hmm. be with them mm-hmm. yeah, and spend time with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, that you can, you can look up the statistics on people who, you know, struggle with depression and anxiety. Like most of the time it's because they just feel completely alone. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just need someone to sit with them. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't need someone to like preach at them or do any of that stuff, but just right. invite them to hey, just like live life with me. Mm-hmm. Like just like, let's do this together. Mm-hmm. You know, if you fall down, I'll pick you up. If I fall down, you pick me up mm-hmm. and we're going to go. There's an old like, I think it's an old Chinese proverb, but it's like if you want to go fast, mm. go alone. But if you want to go far, mm. go together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think like to like carry on that analogy just a little further, like as a runner, like going fast for like just a short amount of time is not going to get you anything it's not going to get you to the finish line well but going Mm -hmm. far will Mm -hmm. and so group grouping up together doing this together walking together running together whatever we need to do together is going to get us far Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. like our christian life and in hospitality and in growing our community together that's really good that's really good i think this kind of goes into the next one but if you think of in biblical times like it was really hard like the conditions mm. like the physical conditions mm-hmm. were really really hard and like what is that saying that says like it takes a village to raise a child mm-hmm. you know it doesn't just take like one person it has to take like a whole village you think of like not everyone could raise like a flock of sheep like or like grow all of their food like they had mm-hmm. to rely on each other just to even meet like physical needs and especially because like once persecution came around like they were you know, nomads, like they Mm. never really knew like really where they were going to be settled. So Mm -hmm. they had to rely a little bit more on each other. But even today, even though we don't really face that, I think like you said, Anna Grace, we have a lot more of like those emotional needs. Mm. And like you said, Jack, like Mm. it is a lot more of like 
the the loneliness because yeah. of our technology because we're a little bit more untethered like you know it's it's a pretty new thought now that like people go away to college mm-hmm. like yeah we're like emotional sojourners yeah, yeah like it used to be like oh we you know everyone's stuck around in like their community because mm-hmm. you know you raised your own food you raised your own family like within you know a mile distance of your own family mm-hmm. so it's like we have a lot more like emotional um, mm-hmm. needs that like we, we can meet those together mm-hmm. in Christ. Um, but also kind of going into the next point of like how Tim said, each one of us has a varied gift. Mm. Like, I, I don't know why this might be a really far stretch, like connection, but I was watching on Instagram, this woman who was like trying to do like sustainable growth. And she was doing a lot of like trading, like, Oh, I'll trade you tomatoes for your <laughs> eggs. And I'll give you these eggs for raw milk and things like that, where she was saying like, Oh yeah, you don't need to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You need like a community to do this. And I'm thinking the same thing for like our own spiritual growth. Right. Like we need other people's like, spiritual giftings and spiritual like like the gift of grace Mm -hmm. that god has individually given each person Mm -hmm. and their stories for your own like personal growth and community and vice versa yeah it's like what what purpose does someone with a gift of service have if there's no one to serve yeah or like Mm -hmm. the one with like teaching if there's no one to teach or you know so it's like those different gifts fit together beautifully to make this like you were saying earlier like a Mm -hmm. whole body yeah yeah so I think that goes into that next point of just how, um, you know, Christ equipped like the body with a diversity mm-hmm. of gifts. Mm. So for like college students, young professionals, I mean, this is the, the era that you are kind of emerging into life. Um, so if you, you know, you need to surround your people, yourself with people who notice the gifts that you have, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if you have service or if you have, um, a passion for teaching or you have mm-hmm. a passion for kids or, you know, any one of those, you need to like lean into that. Like this is mm-hmm. the time to truly lean in and invest into those gifts. Yeah, absolutely. I, I loved hit this point, but then I loved sitting back and thinking about Crossroads and how the picture of the core team and other individuals that serve at Crossroads and the way that they each step into their calling or their gift that God has given them and use it to serve, whether that be like Jack at the welcome desk, welcoming people, Mm -hmm. or um, I think of Ryan Kirkland that serves Mm -hmm. week after week behind, um, the coffee, um, and then, um, some other people as well, but it's just so, so cool that God has given us these gifts and then for us to be able to step into that, um, role and use those, um, you can just see the picture of the body of Christ and, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, which goes into the next point of like, remember, you know, the purpose Mm -hmm. of community. And like you were saying earlier before we started recording Jack of like, the world is going to know us by our love for For one another. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it is such a radical love. It's such a unified love. Mm -hmm. And it's not like everyone looks like cookie cutter the same. You know, I think 
like Anna Grace and I went to a school that's like people knew us by like, you know, our fashion, you know, like, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's why our fashion. I, mine was not fashion. Mine was like, I was texting Anna Grace during uh, Crossroads on Tuesday when Tim was mentioning that about like, yeah, does uh, Christianity mean like it's cookie cutter by fashion? Mm-hmm. And then I was just texting Anna Grace a like, certain way. I, like, suddenly all the flashbacks to our, um, our college days, era. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um but no it's it's that we are signposts for a bigger mm. purpose and sharing, you know, the unified body of Christ, the church with yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too it shows like you know, Jesus is the way, the truth and the life and like mm-hmm. he is the only way to the Father. But we are all mm-hmm. so different. Mm-hmm. And so but it's like beautiful like I was even thinking about uh there's a guy in Crossroads who we were in a small group together this summer. And I told him at one point, I was like, dude, like, I don't know if we would ever have been friends or like, I never would have even met you or like, we're in such different circles. Like there's no way we would have been friends Mm -hmm. if it hadn't been for like the gospel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, there's no way I would have like been blessed by your encouragement. And, you know, hopefully you're, you blessed by like my encouragement if it weren't for like the gospel. That's super cool. And like under the umbrella of like, we, we literally have nothing in common, yeah. but there is like the gospel that unites mm-hmm. us. And that's, that's enough, mm-hmm. you know? And it, I think too, like when like those gifts come together, like with the diversity in the last point, it does glorify God, like mm-hmm. absolutely and completely. And he's like, I mean, it's what he designed. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like for his glory and it's for our good. And it's all like because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's just this beautiful, beautiful picture of, of grace in the gospel mm-hmm. that we are under this umbrella that's Jesus serving mm-hmm. him, pleasing him, loving one another, serving one another. And like, it's the healthiest way that we can be. Mm. So it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, like tying it up too, it's like what Tim said that true community is a gift we receive mm-hmm. and one that we cultivate. Mm-hmm. So knowing that like anything other than the Christian community that Christ has gifted us truly is like a parody of what the real thing is. Yeah. Because like you said, Jack, it, it's, Christ restored right relationship between Mm -hmm. the community, between us and God and the community among each other. And it's only unified through Christ. So I love that you mentioned that, you know, you are friends and you share really deep, good, fulfilling friendship community with a person who you really don't have anything else in common with um, because it's united under you know, the blood of Christ, Mm -hmm. um, and it reflects it as such. So kind of knowing that it's a gift, like what, what do we do with this? Like, what do we do with the gift of community? It's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. But seriously, like it, it is something that it's like, because of like how, how great this gift is for us. Like we just continue like pointing people back mm. to Jesus and saying like, this is the gospel, this, you know, mm. and just keep pointing because it really is the best way to live. It's mm-hmm. the best way to have life here, but also hope for a life that's to come, you know, mm. and it's, it's the only way to have like true satisfaction, joy, peace, like 
having Christ's righteousness on our behalf, like it's beautiful. Mm. And, you know, that's, that's really like manifested well in community. Mm -hmm. And so like living in a way that like, we are just constantly like inviting others to be a part of it. Like Mm -hmm. it's the, like, I love that last, uh, that last point of true community missional Mm. and Tim wrote it's outward facing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think too, like the way that true community looks is, so appealing to us, you know, even if like, you know, you hear it all the time, unfortunately, like people will say like, oh, well this church, like I I didn't love this church because it was really clicky. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, maybe that wasn't the best example of true community. If you go like, even like, uh, you know, I run a lot. So I'm in the running community a lot. It's, it's kind of clicky sometimes Mm -hmm. and no one likes that. But when the gospel is like, or when the community is truly outward facing Mm -hmm. missional, Mm -hmm. like, that's beautiful. It's just mm-hmm. open arms, inviting mm-hmm. people to, you know, it's like, uh, it's the same call that Jesus gave to us where it's like, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, mm-hmm. and I will give you rest. You mm-hmm. know, it's like outstretched arms saying, come to me, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it's a really, really, um, I think it's really practical to just constantly be saying like, hey, this is Jesus and this is the church, mm-hmm. you know, this is a great way to live. It's the best way to live. And it is the only way to righteousness, joy, and peace, which Mm. is the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I can't add to that. I I don't think I can either. (laughs) Man. Boom. Mic drop moments. (laughs) Well done, Jack. (laughs) We're going to have you on the podcast more often. Yeah, I'd love to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Well, guys, um, honestly, like, let's tie this up a little bit with, like, what's going on in your communities? What's uh, what's happening? Like, anything new and exciting? I'm actually meeting with a guy tonight for dinner, and we're doing a D group, Jake Robinette. And what? so we're going to really target the athletic part awesome. of UWF. That's and so super cool. really, really pumped about that. He's really pumped about it. I think it's going to be a really good thing. So Super cool. Very cool. And Anna Grace, next month you're hosting the Young yes. Pros over here pretty soon. Yeah, the Young Pro ladies will be coming to my house um, on September 7th for a great night. I think the guys have a serve opportunity planned, so it's going to be really cool. If you're not in the um, Young Pros group me, reach out and we'll get you added. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. That's exciting. What about you, Grace? Um, honestly, it's it's community looks a little bit different this season, but um, I'm having some girls move in with me, so which is super cool. Actually, one girl just already did. She's been in my house, my house. It's our house now. For <laughs> community, um, see, right? community like exactly. It's, <laughs> it's not my what well, mine not, is yours. Yeah, yeah. Sukasa Mikasa. Wait, Mikasa Sukasa. Wait. <laughs> Um, no, it's been great. And then, um, Isabel Kaysen is coming That's in so here pretty exciting. soon too. And it's just going to be a nice, nice, um, little community of, uh, girls and creatives. Actually the other night Brie was, um, composing music and I was like writing an article and I just like sat back and I was like, God's so good. That's like so just cool. like making this cool little like house full of creatives. That's awesome. So. That's cool. awesome. So jealous. It's cool to see that. So. We need to find a house yeah, we for need the a, guys. We need like a house for like creatives, like guys, just like with your rolled up pants, like come hang out here and we'll like write music. Like, yeah. no. Write music. I will say like that has been the biggest blessing 
in like, or one of my biggest blessings is like where I'm at currently in this season of life is living with roommates mm. because mm. it just adds a deeper um, community, I think. Yeah. And it's I, so neat. Also going off of that. Yeah. You, so I, for those of you who don't know, I transferred to UWF this past year from University of Mobile and, you know, it was, it was kind of a struggle being at UM, just mm-hmm. truthfully, but I had a roommate who was just wonderful. His mm-hmm. name's Luke Graham, like genuinely like loved the Lord mm-hmm. and was just like, so like what you're talking about is very, very real to me. It's like, oh my gosh, like it is such a blessing to get to live with, mm-hmm. with like godly people, you mm-hmm. know, who like love the Lord and are constantly pointing you back to Christ and mm-hmm. like encouraging you, strengthening you. So, I mean, like that's a definite, like just beautiful other aspect of community yeah. too, but it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome mm-hmm. getting to have that opportunity. So Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. It'll be good. It'll be a neat season for sure. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you next time. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to the Crossroads podcast, where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. We are big about building radical community by keeping it real and conquering those hot topics young adults may face. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a beat. And to find out more, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults.